What's up guys, welcome to the channel, it's FPL Guria, and let's get straight into the action for today's episode where I will be picking my team for Gaming 22. So looking at my transfer plans for Gaming 22, I have been torn between quite a lot of different ideas because of all the different injuries, all the different information that we've gathered over the last couple of weeks since Gaming 21 began. But the transfer that I am making for this gaming is to bring in Trent Alexander-Arnold in place of Vladimir Sofal since he will be facing a one-match ban, having picked up a red card against Sheffield United. Now, Trent was in the squad that faced Norwich. He did come off the bench as well, and I do think in a very important week for Liverpool, up against Chelsea at Anfield, then at Arsenal on the weekend on Sunday, Trent Alexander-Arnold is going to be a very important player for Jurgen Klopp. Even though he's just come back from injury, not the longest term injury, but he will be required. And even though Connor Bradley has stepped into the team seamlessly and has put in man of the match performances on a couple of occasions, Trent is still too important. And also, we know that Klopp is now and again looking to use Trent Alexander Arnold in the midfield. So, even though it may feel that this is somewhat risky because Trent isn't back to full full fitness, he can still be utilized as a midfielder as well. So my transfer for game 22 is I'm bringing in Trent Alexander-Arnold for Vladimir Sufal. So starting in goal for this game week, it's a tough game week for my team because I have Dubravka facing up against Aston Villa away from home and Matt Turner against Arsenal. So, very unlikely that any of the goalkeepers I have are going to be keeping a clean sheet. But I am going to be starting Dubravka because Aston Villa have only scored six goals in their last four matches in the Premier League. So, Aston Villa are really struggling to find the back of the net of late. And even if Dubravka doesn't keep a clean sheet against Villa, Villa will probably be peppering that Newcastle goal so he should be making quite a few saves which could result in a couple of bonus points so Dubravka in goal the defense for gaming 22 consists of Pedro Porro, Brathwaite and new signing Trent Alexander on Pedro Porro up against Brentford who are going to be feeling a lot more confident with Ivan Tony back in this team and back with a goal so there will be a feel-good factor around Brentford but away from home I do think they will struggle with Spurs also now having James Madison back in the side will that take some appeal from Pedro Porro seeing that he's been on all dead ball situations from free kicks to corners does that take some appeal from Pedro Porro I do think so but I think the way that he has consistently been a key part of Ange Postecoglou's side, I don't think that he will be taken off all set pieces. Maybe a few, but I still do think he offers great threat from open play as well as dead ball situations. Looking at Brathwaite up against Fulham, 
Fulham are a bit of a hot and cold kind of team. We don't really know what you're going to get. One match you could get a really strong performance, another not the greatest of performances. So potential for a clean sheet for Brathwaite. Everton have been a safe source for clean sheets or low scoring games. So there is definitely potential for Brathwaite to keep a clean sheet in this fixture. And then with Trent Alexander-Arnold, like I just mentioned, he's a key part of the side. Liverpool are still in all competitions. Trent Alexander-Arnold, the vice-captain of Liverpool, is a massive, massive player for the club. So I definitely do think he will be thrown straight back into that starting eleven up against Chelsea at Anfield. The first game Liverpool play in the Premier League since Jurgen Klopp has announced he will leave at the end of the season. Liverpool will now look to make a marker, look to make this a season to remember. So I do think Trent Alexander-Arnold jumps straight back into that starting eleven. Moving into the midfield, we have Richarlison, Pedro Neto, Jared Bowen and Cole Palmer. Richarlison is in a really good spell of form at the minute. Spurs, though, were really underwhelming in the FA Cup fixture and you could really see how an important player Yumin Son is to that side. The way he presses, the way he encourages the team to carry out this ultra-attacking football that is being promoted at Spurs. Without him, there is a lack of energy in that side and that's what we saw from Spurs in the FA Cup against City. So, do I worry over the goal-scoring opportunities and the chances being created? for Richardson just a little bit but I still do think Spurs have too many good players not to do well, not to score goals and Richardson with the form he's in is probably going to score a goal if he's given the opportunity. Looking at Pedro Neto, Jared Bowen and Cole Palmer, Neto scoring his first goal since returning from injury in the FA Cup. Jared Bowen also last game with return from injury even though there were massive doubts over his fitness to face Sheffield United. He started the game and he played the full 90. So, Jared Bourne is definitely fit and up against Bournemouth, that will be a tough fixture. But West Ham against Bournemouth does feel like an evenly matched fixture. So, I do think there will definitely be chances for Jared Bourne to get some points this game. Looking at Cole Palmer, he's also been such a safe source of points. For us, FPL managers, this season, he does though go to Anfield. And Liverpool have been really, really strong at the back this season. But I do think if there is someone who will possibly penetrate that Liverpool defence, it is going to be Cole Palmer. He is the main man for Chelsea at the moment. He's almost got 10 goals so far in the Premier League this season, which is quite incredible if you think about it seeing that this is his first full proper season as a professional footballer playing at the very highest level. So it just speaks volumes of the quality that this kid has at his disposal. Moving into the forward line, we have Erling Haaland, Ollie Watkins and Dom Solanke. Haaland has been pictured in first team training with Manchester City. There was a potential for him to play against Spurs, but Pep doesn't want to take risks. So, he didn't decide to include him in the squad. He did, though, suggest that Haaland can get minutes 
against Burnley in game 22. So, with that being said, is Haaland going to start? Is he going to be benched? Very unclear. I would actually expect him to only be benched seeing how this injury has played out. Pep Guardiola and Manchester City have been very careful. They've tried to make sure that they don't do anything to Haaland that could result in a setback. So I do expect Haaland to be benched. So if we are looking at Haaland as a captaincy option, I don't think he's the best captaincy option for this game. Looking at Ollie Watkins and Tom Solanke, Watkins has been a massive talking point over the last few weeks because he has just not been good enough of late, not scoring enough goals, not getting enough attacking returns. For us FPL managers, people are starting to get frustrated and are looking to remove Ollie Watkins. And I too am looking to make that move. I'm going to hold on to Watkins for this game, see what he can do if he doesn't provide any sort of performance that suggests he's going to get points over this next run of fixtures that do really look good for Aston Villa, then I actually would be tempted to get rid of. And with Solanke, he's been in brilliant form and Bournemouth just scored 5 in the FA Cup against Swansea, absolutely smashing Swansea to pieces, showing their dominance and how much the team has grown since Andoni Iriola has taken over at the club and actually in my opinion Solanke is probably one of the top candidates this game in for captaincy so I am going to be captaining Solanke my vice captain will be Pedro Neto seeing that Manchester United conceded two goals to Newport even though they played with the first team so they just showed the fragilities within that Manchester United squad but I do think Solanke is probably the best option for captaincy. Other options in terms of the captaincy, Ollie Watkins is an option, but with the form that, he's been, that he has been in, it doesn't really look like a really nice pick. Cole Palmer has been a safe pick over the last few weeks, faces Liverpool at Anfield. And then we have the City boys, Alvarez, Haaland, De Bruyne, Phil Foden, all facing up against Burnley at the Etihad Stadium that does look like the best fixture to target in terms of captaincy and the standout from that fixture I think is full forward and I think he's guaranteed minutes, he's creating goals, he's taking shots and he's scoring goals so he's in a really good space at the minute so if I was going to choose a captain for gaming 22 I think the best option is full forward. And so that concludes today's episode thank you so much for listening make sure to follow the channel drop that five star rating because it really helps the channel out and if you haven't listened to my previous episode make sure to do that immediately because i give you a rundown on the best chances for gaming 22 as well as analyzing the situation concerning mo salah Ali watkins and bukayo saka as well as that main topic of kevin de Bruyne emerging as a new must buy for the upcoming weeks so make sure to check out that episode as well but until next time guys Peace.